0: your word association is the metaverse so kyle why don't you start us off
1: well i think metaverse i think i think of the oculus so i go right to meta, of the old facebook group um side of it so virtual reality um ready player one if you want a movie um <laughs> genre
2: side of it that's where i go great uh I'm Todd Sorg. I am CIT's Chief Operations Officer and CISO. Um Kyle used more than one word, so mine was going to be Ready Player One and I have no backup.
3: <laughs> Hi there, everybody. My name is Tara. Um I am our marketing and business development manager for CIT. And I have two words with my word association would be endless possibilities.
4: Hey guys, I, I'm I'm Nate. I'm our director of cybersecurity. Um You'll hear my opinion real quick because my word is going to be a joke. (laughs) So. (laughs) We'll come back to that later. Good
5: morning. My name is Scott Patsy. I'm the manager of strategic engagement, and uh, my word association is horses. And the reason why I say horses is because when the first Model T rolled off the line. Everybody said, what are we going to do with all these horses? And they poo-pooed.
6: The Model T, and of course, look where we are today. We, uh, still, I, have my, forces. You, we still have You've <laughs> They're just not pulling <laughs> our our vehicles around. Um, hi <laughs> everyone. My name is Rob Kramer. I am the director of services at CIT. Um, I guess when I think of the, the metaverse, uh, the the word that comes to my mind is the Matrix. Um, I think back to the old movie, The Matrix, and and uh, people living inside of a virtual world
0: that is so good and uh, obviously you're joined as always by kelsey and myself ariel your marketing what was it marketing masters
6: marvelous marketing
0: masters marketing masters i love it awesome and today on our tech for business podcast uh, we're doing something a little bit different we're giving you an inside look to our leadership meeting discussing the metaverse maybe at cit so before we jump in I'd like to give us a chance to just level set, and I'm gonna throw this to Rob and ask, what is the metaverse?
6: So um, in in simple, uh, I guess the simplest terms I can put it in, the metaverse is uh, a way to interact virtually with your uh, coworkers, your peers um, using avatars. So you get a sense of people can have a custom avatar, you kind of can model it after yourself if you want um it gives you a way to kind of interact with with people kind of like we used to in the old days you know before the pandemic uh, where you actually physically met in person and got to, to you know shake hands and say hi to people uh in the metaverse you can be in a room you can you can see individuals as you turn around uh, with your, your virtual reality goggles on or whatever uh you can see the different aspects of the room you can see the individuals where they're sitting um who they're talking to what's going on um so it gives you the sense that you're in uh Uh, Together uh, in in one place, uh, even though you're geographically dispersed. And so, as we're opening up our our environments, our businesses to um, teams that are are all over the world, um, it gives you the opportunity to still interact uh, on a little bit more personal basis.
0: Thanks. Thank you for that. Um, I just really want to get a quick, like almost like a temperature check. How many of you are? are for this like who who's in it scott's like yes i'm jumping in kyle's like for sure tara that's it are we pretty split
6: yeah i'm 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 on the fence um there are pros and cons to it i i like the idea of having that as an option i think it, it, it opens up a new world of possibilities for us um but as somebody who is um I'm naturally a bit of an introvert i don't necessarily like being pe- around people a lot I, I i get burnt out when i'm in a lot of uh of of um uh, personal interactions uh but at the same time i feel that we have missed some of that um team building some of the camaraderie that comes with with being in person uh and i feel like it's harder to pull teams together in a cohesive manner and build that uh that sense of uh community um i'm i'm hopeful that the metaverse can help correct that but i i'm taking a wait and see attitude (laughs) yeah
0: well so so todd and nate you you seem like you're on the no side and and i'm curious a little bit why and maybe you can go into what what would have to change for you to say yes
2: go ahead nate (laughs) I, i guess
4: uh for me some of the biggest things is, um, while I don't necessarily disagree with things like, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality, stuff like that, for me personally, the last thing I wanna do is strap something over my face and sit in a meeting all day, right? And, you know, it's, it's already, I love working at home, right? But there is a disconnection already to, you know, some of the teams in that component, Um, I I would never force anyone back into the office, but to then take that even a step further and, you know, start throwing goggles over my face. uh, I I just only see it exasperating the disconnect that I would have, you know, with my team Um, and then couple other things uh I have some privacy concerns I have uh concerns about the company that's running it uh, right I'm not a big social media guy in the first place but um so I've got a lot of different reasons but I love the concept of using technology to um, supplement some of this kind of stuff so I just again the full metaverse is not appealing to me personally
2: Yeah, and uh, to tail off of that, I'll kind of try to bridge the gap a little bit. I'm kind of completely in the middle. I I see a lot of possibilities for the future. Um, My possibilities for the future would be less metaverse, but more conceptual of what virtual reality is as a whole. Um, But then I do have some negatives where I think there are some significant barriers to entry, like Nate said, is. What that looks like, right? We already have individuals that don't like being on camera. So when you're using video as an example, what is going to make that individual be like, oh, that's fine. I'll just use an avatar. So now I'm comfortable. I would guess that line is probably blurred at best and probably still the same as I don't really want to do that. Um, And then again, to Nate's point is I I think the equipment currently is a little cumbersome. So I don't look at that and go, boy, I'd really love to wear an Oculus for several hours you know one of the things
4: actually that came to mind is i don't think this is really a new concept either so we're, we're hearing a lot about this term but now that you said the word avatar it actually makes me go think of the actual movie the avatar right where they're sitting there you know they're, they're humans are sitting there in these little uh, containers and whatnot and they're wearing all you know this big suit or whatever and they're interacting with these avatar this alternate world right um and then that was gosh when did that come out you know fi- almost 15 years ago or something like that now so yeah um oh you could I, get I actually Kyle can, on a rant about the Avatar I, I, so <laughs> I, I can actually
6: relate it a little bit differently I've been playing uh, EverQuest for well since 2001. Um, and I have an avatar in that game, right? I, I run around as a different character, but I'm still talking and chatting and interacting with other people, and, and mostly you know, people I know. I, I, I tend to play with friends or, or coworkers that I've had over the years, and, and and so taking that a step further and putting that into a goggle where I can actually look around rather than seeing it on a screen is kind of the next natural step, and making that avatar more personalized, looking more like me, and then interacting with other people in a work environment, uh, to me, is it's a natural progression, and, and, it, and it does provide some interesting um opportunities for the future uh again though i am just concerned that as a society we're disconnecting from each other and we're, we're losing that sense of interaction people think that i'm behind the screen i can say anything i want I'm, i you know i have this this kind of this this buffer um that in reality if they were face to face they would never do certain things because you know they feel more personal responsibility i think
5: did you buy some real estate in everquest rob i did not and i never will
0: it's so interesting bringing up the the video games and this natural progression, so I know that uh Scott and Tara and Kyle kind of mentioned like, yes, I'm all for it, so for a business for a business what what could the metaverse mean? How would you implement it? I mean, what do you three see this going into
1: i can I can start with that I mean again, to kind of qualify so um again i I look at it and say, okay, virtual reality side of it. I mean, I'm not going to focus on meta, the company side of it. I can definitely allude to they got some of their own privacy challenges going on there. But in the conceptual side of it, should it be something that should be considered to go through? I think absolutely yes, because there's a lot of use cases, not for every meeting, but certain meetings where it's conducive on, say, a a, a product demonstration side of that. Think of a of a workspace now so that you could be virtually transport into the conceptual design itself of a of a business layout, for example, of a say a new conference room design or you know, the new layout of your office space that you could actually virtually walk through that. So I think depending on industry, maybe you're a manufacturer and you want to virtually have them be able to see and hold, you know through that interaction the actual part that you would manufacture or to sit into the car that you potentially would be purchasing in a virtual manner so you're more in in, engulfed into the experience side of that without actually having to drive or be transported there sometimes you can be you know an airplane away that you wouldn't have to to. maybe you tour a um a, a conference center that you're looking to hold a conference in, but you don't have to make the the trip. I know people did this with homes. You know, home sellers certainly doing that the virtual tour side of it. So there's a lot of ways, but having getting that level of engagement side of it are the ways that I think it's it's very powerful. Um, augmented reality, I think, is the other side of it. I know Nate, you mentioned that. I think bringing, I think that has you know even more um, potential than actually get into the full VR and a lot of cases side of it. I know it's being leveraged in auto repair. I've read on those where they're using goggles that actually show them the engine and give them the exact part and, yep. you know, speed those up by, you know, a, a, an hour and a half repairs down to 20 minutes. You know, some ridiculous efficiencies gains with that through augmented reality. Those are things that I think are just starting to to come as they get better with the glasses and those Fit side of it, I think there's some tremendous use cases for where these technologies go. I having a meeting to shake and do an avatar? No, that I don't necessarily think. But I think there's particular use cases where it comes in there.
0: Well, right. I'd love to to hear a little bit. I know that we have a couple of people who are chomping at the bit to share, <laughs> but we have some who have not yet. And i you know, I'm so curious, Tara. Maybe. Your your world being in marketing and and what that might mean for a business or a company I'm so curious as to what your thoughts are.
3: Yeah, thank you, Ariel. Um, I was just thinking about that when I mentioned the word association of endless possibilities. So us in marketing, we're always like the creative, like, oh, my gosh, how could we brand this virtual reality with our logos? Maybe as our partners that we work with, you know, they're coming out with new products and services. And what does that environment look like if we were to hold an event together? Um, Kyle had mentioned for us to maybe like virtually see a space. So we are planning our tech fair that we have coming up in 2023 and we're, we've got a place down in Minneapolis. Like if we weren't able to travel down for that, how could we have utilized that to see the space and be like, yep, that's perfect. We can set up tables here, so on and so forth. So um, I know sometimes we're, we on the creative side are always like, yes, let's go. But we have learned just with our arm of cybersecurity of, okay, let's take a little Bit back, and I know this is where Nate and Todd's passion comes in of, great, we can put that in motion, but how do we make sure that we're keeping everything secure? But I'm super excited because like I mentioned with a lot of our partners, they're on some of the forefront too. You know, we have um, Microsoft Ricotta with our physical security, that there's multitude of ways that we could showcase a lot of their um, technology. But I see Todd, he wants to talk cybersecurity.
2: No, no. I, I no. by all means, I, I, Scott should have a chance too. I, the only thing that I was going to add was basically exactly what you mentioned. I was going to say the events. I think has got a a great possibility where you currently are in person or you're you're doing via video. And and most people when they come there and through via video, they typically don't have it on and they're not terribly engaged. And I think this would be a a potential area where you would get the augmentative. Sorry to use that word over again, but somebody sent it, so now it's stuck. Sent it, and so it's stuck in my head. But potentially that gets you a deeper engagement than you would get through video. So I think there's a possibility that you'd get a a big uptick there. And then I think another area that potentially would be really neat would be where you could see onboarding. Nate had mentioned um, how you could find ways to be remote still, but you could still get together if you were uncomfortable with being on video. Maybe something like an avatar would help. Uh, bridge the gap there
0: um
5: when i think about this i think about it uh uh, not so much in yes like kyle said day-to-day business operation my day-to-day business meetings are not going to involve any kind of a a a headset right um and, and so in the near term and and you know what what facebook is doing um, and what early adopters are doing is exactly that, right? It's early adopters. There's lots of concerns to try to address. I look at this through the lens of long term, ubiquitous. This is everywhere in a place where um, we can use computer modeling to ultimately make the world a better place, right? And so, can is there other healthcare applications where computer modeling can give us healthcare outcomes? Is there computer modeling where? Um, We can do um, uh, testing in a computer model versus on an animal, right? Those kinds of things are really interesting to me um, uh, to look that far out where we can ultimately, you know, do some really great things with the ability to model um, like we've never been able to do
0: before.
4: Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to just click back. Um, Go for it. Kyle and Todd both called out that, again, while I'm against, you know, the, what the, kind of the true metaverse feel that, you know, is the title of this podcast or whatever. But the um, augmented reality, I think, is a wonderful thing. I think there's tons of applications. And um, you said something about Verkata and Microsoft, you know, that that starts to bring a couple minds or items into my mind. So, for example, I'm just thinking, um, hypothetically, you know, Verkata – It has the ability to share out a map to uh, a floor plan with all the cameras, Um, you know, and, you know, recent news, right? There's been some school shootings and whatnot. Imagine if now you had a police officer being able to wear some type of, you know, virtual reality with the floor plan, being able to see. I can see the camera. I can see everything as I'm walking down, you know, hallways. That could be a really, really powerful application of something like this you take it into you know manufacturing we've ta- we've talked about um, how going from a, a floor plan with measuring tapes to just look at the part and start working on it and um, even then taking it into a technology standpoint right Does oftentimes we have to take a call with a vendor while we're in a server room um, How powerful could it be to say, you know, we know that we need to take all this hardware apart and the vendors on the other side just saying, see these bolts here, you know, or these cables, unplug them, do what we need to do? It better supports us, but then it better supports you as well, right? You know, it it could be wildly powerful. That's the stuff that I'm super excited for.
5: And the modeling can
4: actually model the outcome
5: that's the really cool part it's one thing to show you okay well here's the part but here's what happens if you put it in the you know in the piece of equipment here's what happens if you plug this in or unplug this right to me that's that's the next level of this right sorry Robbie, go ahead no uh, just, uh what i was gonna say is one of the things i'm hearing
6: uh kind of as a reoccurring theme is um there are uh, specific situations where we're all saying that we see an advantage and, and a potential uh, for this technology, but I don't know that anybody's really said I see everybody walking around, you know, all day with these headsets on and spending, you know, eight, yeah. ten hours a day working with these things. We see them in very specific situations being a benefit. that's what that's kind of the recurring theme I'm hearing here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the right right tool for the right job. I mean, I think you look at where online meetings fit, when in person meetings are best. I mean, there's it it kind of allows those bridge sides with it i know that um again we'll, we'll call it meta just the company side of it they they do show kind of that use case in the school for example in a history lesson side where they bring the kids back and they're actually walking around woolly mammoths on those types of things side with it again i think that's another you know application base where Not the whole class are they in there, but at a certain point you put the goggles on, they could be transported to visually experience a time in history to maybe witness, you know, Normandy, for example. I mean, if if you took the graphics of all that and brought it in of what you see in, like, say, Private Ryan, but you're on the beach in Normandy as a witness seeing it, you're going to have a whole new appreciation of that history versus just reading it in the book. Um, Yeah, it. I mean, but you would remind, you would definitely remember it. Um, you know, I think human beings are very visual, and it's it's a you can learn so much through a visual experience side of it, and you bring in all those other senses into those areas with the sound and the close visuals and being able to see and experience that in a more personal way. I think there's a tremendous learning experience that could be had for all applications, you know, levels of training. Yeah.
0: So I, I, what I'm hearing is a lot of, um, there's a lot of good that can come from this. There's a lot of opportunities, but I'm going to bring it back to CIT and what, what we do here. I mean, are you all um, saying yes to this? I mean, how would you implement this with what we do? Or, or are you all swinging to the other side of the fence and saying no? I mean, what does it look like for CIT?
6: I, I would actually love to have some of this technology in place as we're onboarding uh, employees who are in, you know, um, geographically dispersed locations where you could walk through the office and show them the, the office at CIT and they could actually experience it uh, through your, your, your eyes, your headset. Um, I think that'd be a cool application of it.
2: Uh, give them a kind of a personal tour type of thing. Um, so just to kind of circle back to how that would go is what what typically happens for CIT as we start to come up with new tools, new concepts, new whatever, is it usually starts in kind of a brainstorming session. And we've we've started to do that a little bit in this meeting, right? So we're we're going, Kyle's got this vision, it could be this, it could be that, and Scott's going, well, what if we did this over here? And we're talking about potential areas of training and whatnot. And all of those are fantastic ideas. The next step typically for us is we would we would test it. So we would go, this is what we think it looks like. And now we're going to take a small subset of individuals and go, all right, let's see if we can actually make that work. And that could be something like, let's see if we can make this work in a meeting. Um, I think we had a lot of conversations where we've already kind of overlapped a little bit of virtual, a little bit of augmentative reality. and I, And I think that's a valid comment because I think we would potentially tweak it as we were going. So we would jump in and we'd say, all right. Let's do augmented augmentative reality in the training situation, right? Nate mentioned it. You go out to a, a customer site and we're working on something. Having a second set of eyes that would be able to look at exactly what you're looking at would be tremendous. Um, or having a playbook come up right in front of your eyes as you're working on something. I used to work in manufacturing. It was one of the dreams that I had was – I could have a blueprint of something as I was making it, and I could look down at the product and see exactly how it went together live. I didn't need to reference anything; it was right at my fingertips and eyeballs. Um, but anyways, getting back to it, as we're going through the let's figure this out, then of course the people like Nate and myself would go back and go, all right, whoa, 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 let's slow this down a little bit. How are we protecting the data? How are we gathering it? What are we gathering it? Where are we gonna store it? What does it look like, et cetera, et cetera. So. All of those things start to come together as you go, what are we actually doing here and what does it look like? Um, and then the last step that I would add on there is if it goes really, really well, then we would come back and go, hey, this is really cool. I bet our customers would love to know this, too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing I
4: would just kind of write off of Todd there about the privacy stuff is, you know, my main concerns there is just. Are you working in somewhere you know where you have the regulations like GDPR, CCPA, the healthcare industry, right? Are you communicating, uh, you know, PII, PHI, uh, personally identifiable by personally identifiable information, and personally uh, personal health info? Um, but are you taking that data and shipping it to another company that you don't have control over? That's the concern that I really have when you start getting into healthcare. So. Um, but yeah, otherwise for CIT I Rob, I think a, a little office tour would be great, uh, right? Or maybe just meeting up with some of your other coworkers, uh, just for a, a you know, whatever. I know some of our teams like to do Dungeons and Dragons together, right? Um but just being able to get together and uh that would be a great use case for the avatars, right? Uh you got a lot of a lot of IT people here that love playing games together. So
5: do you mean there's more of an application than just all putting our credit cards down on the smart table and having it figure out the how the bill splits? I like it. Remember that, yeah, I, right? You yeah, kind of came yeah, and went. It mean, was novelty. I, you know, there's more applications here than that, right? Yeah, I, I
1: think remember. that have game. Apple, Google Pay, you know, right. Venmo. Um, essentially kind of eliminated that, but I mean. I think as it stands today, though, it doesn't feel like we have the transcending application of it yet. I mean, again, while Meta has the Oculus and I think it's a nice product, it, it does appear to be more of a consumer product to me. Um, you know, it requires a personal Facebook account and these other sides. I mean, I, it doesn't feel like something I would say it into the business environment. Um, I, I think we're still waiting on, you know, a. Uh, you know, the, the Apple Glasses, the Microsoft Glasses, something that has, you know, something that you could federate into business cuts. and you have the controls and the other things that Nate's referencing can be set because it, it has more, you know, corporate federation and you can have then corporate governance and other rules and regulatory sides of it. If we had everybody using their personal Facebook side of it, I mean, it would just be very, um, I think, awkward um, is the only thing I kind of come up with it. I. There's we're right there on the cusp of that. I think the processors and the technology side is is really close. I know that um that red like the Apple glasses are right there. Um, but their challenge, I know Google went down that and Google said same thing that they felt it's close, but not there. Um, so it's I think within the next number of years side of it, you're gonna see, you know, be able to get your prescription glasses and be able to do things that will, I think, allow us to do a lot more and a lot more natural form similar like we're interacting with the phones and the other sides of it i think it's close
0: yeah so you know we got a lot of like internal and onboarding and things like that and i know tara you're working so much with vendors you had mentioned before um i mean what does that look like for C I T to implement this or what happens when the vendors bring this idea you know how do how do we move forward with that
3: yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I mean, with our top vendors, it's kind of our due diligence as an IT provider is to kind of be on the cusp of this technology and vet it out before we bring this to our customers. So I think that's one of the the great things about CIT is that we have such strong relationship with our partners that we can have those conversations and really determine like, yep, this is going to be a good fit. Let's make sure we've got Um, kind of everything on board and then bring that to light to customers. Um, One of the things, too, we have at CIT is an advisory board. So we do like to bring in customers um, on a yearly basis and kind of throw some stuff at them and just kind of get their reaction to say, is this of interest to you? What if there was these possibilities? So we have that coming up that we're going to get that scheduled. And it's always intriguing just to kind of get their thoughts because we do have so many of our customers in different industries. So. This metaverse is going to be applicable to them, maybe not as quickly as some of the other ones where we might have some slow adopters, which is fine because we're not here saying you have to do this today because we need to get in there and test it. But I know us on the marketing team will raise our hand and be like, I would love to try it. Can we do this? We'll test <laughs> it out and um, see it. So, if we're going to start this at CIT, we're ready. We can do that. Um, I know you guys had mentioned kind of various things, even with onboarding. We do a lot, too, of communication, not only to our customers, but our employees at CIT. So, we have our state of the company meetings. And what would that look like in the metaverse with all of us joining at that, hanging out? You know, maybe somebody put in the chat of, like, we're all on a nature walk. Maybe we're all walking in nature and we're talking (laughs) about our goals. I don't know. That's why I said, like, endless possibilities <laughs> you know i'm like how can i brand those this walk and i throw up some like quotes that we have maybe within a podcast like this is where i i'm like my wheels are spinning and i'm like okay let's go so i'm just super excited
4: i yeah. i have one last thing about marketing uh so <laughs> as companies shifted to all their virtual expos or you know uh you know Customer engagements. You know, um, I attended one about two years ago. That was a virtual expo. You could go click on the stairs, walk upstairs, right? That could be a great application. I know at CIT we have our tech fair every year. You know, invite customers and, um, but for those that you know maybe live out of state and maybe can't get here, that could be a great opportunity, right? Come join us with uh, all of the rest of us. Um,
6: I want to know for who sure. the individual is going to be that wears the uh, camera hat that walks around uh, for those people to see the <laughs> full expo in, in that three-dimensional uh, looking where you want type of uh, mode.
0: Yeah.
4: I nominate here, right? I so <laughs> <much> <laughs> Sounds like you Rob,
0: just volunteered Rob, yourself. Rob, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up for just real quick. You know your closing statements. Just. Uh, Anything that you want to share that you didn't get to share, um, I think we definitely got some podcast ideas in the future. I know I'm interested. I hope our listeners are interested. This was a great conversation, but anything anyone wants to share here at the end.
5: Uh, last thing I have is in the near term here, if, the, if these environments of this early stage of things can focus on usability versus how it looks, right? Because it's this cartoony kind of world right now, and I think that turns everybody off. And so, if it can, if, if functionality can increase, and 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 all of that other stuff can take a backseat. I think it'll start to gain more traction.
2: Yeah, I, I'll tally off of that as we're wrapping up. Again, going back to the security compliance concerns that come with it, is it will be interesting to see how um, the world, the laws, try to keep up with this. So as as Scott just mentioned and alluded to, is as you start looking at people that look like real people, if you will, the matrixy kind of stuff, there is compliance concerns that comes with it. Because as Nate mentioned, the PHI level, the the health information, the identifiable information, that is information that suddenly becomes available to everybody. And is that what you're really looking for? So that, those will be concerns that just naturally come through it. Things will catch up. It just takes a little bit of time. Law tends to to lag a little bit behind technology, as we've seen throughout the years.
1: And I think technology is, like I said, it's 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 on the cusp. We'll we're we're going to see some products coming out in the next upcoming years. I think that are going to really, I think, bring some of the ultimate promises to where this is at. I mean, right now, I think it's it, it's it's pretty niche, um, definitely in the in the business environment for sure. But consumer products tend to drive ultimately business side with it, and I think it's. Uh, I'm glad there's been a lot of advancements. I had some early stuff. I mean, my Oculus, the Quest 2 is far, far better than the first. <laughs> As I saw, I'm very impressed with capabilities where that's gone. That's encouraging. So I think there's uh, great things to come.
6: I, I think of a, a scene from a recent movie that, um, that, that kind of brings us together for me, and that's uh, uh in in avengers endgame when they're they're meeting and you see the actual people even though they're they're all over the the universe uh but they're actual uh images of them interacting in real time uh through through a a conference um and when we can get to something like that where you can actually uh, have that type of real-time interaction with uh what you know what otherwise would appear to be the actual individual i i think that's where it kind of brings us back home to the the idea of face-to-face meetings and, and you start to, to reconnect a little bit more than than you do to these cartoony looking avatars
3: Yep. all right well gosh
0: this has brought up so many interesting things interesting questions um, I imagine this sparked a lot of thoughts for me, for our listeners. And I'm curious um, if our listeners would be interested in meeting in the metaverse or interested in learning more about how to implement this. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, please feel free to reach out to us at cit-net.com uh, slash podcast or send us an email at info at cit-net.com. Thank you, Kyle, Todd, Tara, Nate, Scott, and Rob for joining Kelsey and myself today. And we'll be back next week with an all new episode.